this podcast might have bad words because my daddy says words like and other bad words too much. Listener description is advice. And welcome to the Detox Podcast, a podcast for dads where dads talk about life, kids, and stuff. We are your hosts. Galan. Joe. And I am John. And we are back this week with part two of our conversation with our buddy Sean in honor of National Adoption Awareness Month. Now, last week, Sean was cool enough to come on and start the conversation about everything basically that led up to adoption mm-hmm. and sort of shortly thereafter. And today, he's gonna we, we got into a bunch of uh, stuff about sort of post-adoption, right. stuff with his, his older teenage daughter yep. also, and how that's worked out, mm-hmm. um, and just sort of other things that have gone on with his family. And it was a good conversation. I thought it was like a great end to the the conversation that we yeah, started last definitely. week yep. and uh sean once again thanks for coming on and thanks to you guys who uh listened and have come back to to hear how this conversation ends so we are back with sean as we continue to honor national adoption month awareness month yeah, national adoption month. awareness month yep so at the end of or at the end of the segment last episode i started to ask because sean was talked about um you know being outside of the room when uh, his son was born and you know afterwards being able to go in and hold the child so there's a 15 year difference between your your kids so essentially it's it's not like it was with joe where joe had a kid two years apart or kids two years apart so what was it like like that that rush of emotion um, holding your son compared to holding your daughter, especially, like I said, since it had been so long? Pretty much the same. I was, like, scared to death both times. <laughs> I mean, it's like, Just total I fear. I do not yep. want to drop. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not even, not even like, the, the physical thing. It's like, it's like, oh, I'm responsible for this human yeah, life it's like, now. Oh, yeah, crap. You know, the first time was real. like, I'm yeah. too young for this, and, like, all of a sudden I have this extra life i got to take care of, and, you know, people expect things of me, you know, whatever, and it's like, <laughs> and now it's like, the second time, it's the same thing, but it's like, now I know what's expected of me, and I know what's ahead, and it's like, <laughs> and I signed up to do this again, and <laughs> part volunteered. of me is like, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'm like, at that time, I was, I you know, like, I'm like, I'm 41, you know, starting over, and like, that's, you know, a tall order, and not the spring chicken I once was, you know, and it's like, that first year, I mean, really didn't get a whole lot of sleep at least for like you know six eight months i don't think i got a whole night's sleep you know i just got used to the broken stuff and it's like it's not as easy as it once was even though you know it's coming like i've, I've told anybody that's expecting children it's like nobody's ever ready right even yeah. if you already right. have children you're not ready right. it doesn't matter yeah it's, it's just <laughs> such a different level of fatigue and tired and you know that even goes back to old army days and stuff it doesn't matter it's like it's different joe's young he can still recover from like a, the, those three hour night sleeps right what sleep yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag I, have what a, sleep. I have a five-year-old <laughs> and i'm like what sleep um yeah so that, that's interesting so and, and again so you we mentioned your your daughter being 15 so that that's a very 
you know, it's 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 one thing to have age gaps. I mean, I think with Teresa and her oldest, it's like there's a, there's almost a decade between her, her oldest sibling and her. Mm-hmm. But I mean, fifteen years is, I mean, well, it's a nice thing you have a built-in babysitter. Yeah, I mean, it but, is it is a good haul, but it's kind of like I have a half brother and sister, and I'm twelve years older than my my brother and fourteen to fifteen years older than my sister. So, I kind of was, I guess I grew up kind of like that in a way. Yeah. So I. I knew it was possible and not really that big of a deal. Um, it helps because, yeah, you do have a babysitter, and, like, in a very short amount of time, you know, my daughter could drive, so you've got somebody to help drop off, pick up, do the other errands that need doing, and that's, I mean, she's enormously helpful, and I try not to take her for granted, and I let her know, like, look, I appreciate your help. You know, she she doesn't work. You know, she just does school. and She does her extracurricular stuff, and... You know, I try to, you know, throw money at her or stuff here and there to, because she's helping, you know, because like, hey, I appreciate it, you know, and that's what teenagers speak money. <laughs> so <laughs> they're fluent in money. Yeah, you, you just can't take it for granted. And, uh, and like, you know, she and pretty much primarily live my ex since she was three up until just this past summer and in which... I guess, like most teenage girls, eventually at some point they start to butt heads with their mom. And I guess that's just, I don't know. I was never a teenage girl, so I don't know. Oh, I was just about to say, like, yeah, like you when yeah. you were a teenage girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, just it happens to all of us. Yeah. He went through a phase. Yeah. We all did in the 90s, right? And so I, I guess that's been happening for a little while, and she just all of a sudden kind of had had enough, and she's like, hey, I, I want to move in with you, which I've always told her my door is always open. You know, I didn't lure her over. <laughs> or teaser over or anything. I just like, no, my door is always open and you're always welcome here. But, you know, I understand. I mean, she had friends at her other school and all that other stuff. And she chose to kind of uproot and move just because things were to where she wasn't happy. I mean, ultimately that's what it boils down to is her day in and day out. She wasn't happy. Right. And I don't know that, you know, she was getting the, the amount of support and nurture that she needed. And that's, not trying to be negative about her mom it's just i think they were kind of oil and water at this stage and you know i've, I've had uh you know friends of mine that kind of did that parental shift throughout their lives and uh you know maybe th- this will help them right you know, that maybe sounds odd but maybe the, l- the little distance you know will kind of help kind of patch things back where they need to be well i mean i mean not having teenagers but i mean it's kind of a common thing i mean movies pop culture whatever where it's at some point teenagers are with one of their parents oil and water so it's you know like you said it's, if for girls a lot of it's times with their mom is uh, with boys it's their dad or whatever but it's i don't, I don't think that's necessarily a unique thing for them so hopefully that distance does help them yeah and, and y'all have been around her enough and i mean she i would consider her you know one of my best friends like she yeah. It's just, yeah, you it's, guys seem like you have a great relationship and always yeah, have I, as long as I've known you guys. And I try, and, you know, I, I know that you can't always be the friend. Like, you do have to be the dad. You know, like, yeah. there are moments, and y'all don't see them a lot, but, you know, there's there's the unfun times of, you know, I whether... Remember, you told her, like, no on the fifth facial piercing. I do remember that. Yeah, that yeah, well, thing. I'll just... Hashtag no like, fifth facial piercing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just figure, you know, a tattoo no on the facial. forehead just wasn't... No, I'm piercing. not... No. <laughs> piercing. No. <laughs> piercing all right anyways go ahead um yeah, yeah i'm just but yeah you definitely you know got to keep her responsible for the things that you know whether it's 
silly things like keeping a room a little bit clean. Like every once in a while, I got to pick it up, you know. Of course, I try not to be the do as I say, not as I do type because I had that. But uh, so I'm like, hey, if I'm messy, I understand you can be messy. But every once in a while, we're going to pick some stuff up around here. And uh, like I said, she didn't really have a job just because even though she could, but I, her grades are more important or her grades are kind of her job. That's the way I look at it. That's why I tell her to. So, so uh, how was, I mean, how did her mom take it as far, like when she was like, hey, I want to go. No, not well. Really? So it was yeah, really bad. <laughs> it was not good. I, I got a phone call and I got, or I got a text message first, a very long one. It was, yeah, it was pretty scathing and, and not nice, but I expected as much. Yeah. And, uh. So did you just try to, like, keep it calm or? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, but she wasn't hearing it. Yeah. And, you know, she, of course, thought I was, this was all my plan and this you was my. And it. the thing is, is, like, anybody that's gone down this road, you know, my daughter's a junior in high school, so, like, had she not chosen to come, like, so she's got this year and next year left and then you know, whatever, then it's done. Yeah. It's like, why would I, you know, my exact phrase, you know, I was like, well, why would I upset the apple cart this close to the finish line? If I was going to do this, I would have done it years ago. I was like, I let this all up to her. This is all her idea and that's it. And so, you know, her, I think over her dead body and there were some other phrases thrown out there, Ouch. but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately just had a long talk with my daughter and been like, look, if you're really sure about this and this is the way it's going to go, you got to be a hundred percent. You got to be, if there was possibly over 100%, you got to be, because I'm about to go have to get an attorney and make this work. And unfortunately, that's what it took. But wow. um, well, that's interesting because you always hear, like, well, once they hit 12 years old, they can decide who they want to live with. Yeah. And it's easy as that. They just live with them. And it I mean, sounds like it's not as easy as that. No, I mean, and in Texas, you know, you learn a lot. And of course, I'm not an attorney, so I can't give legal advice. But. Um, <laughs> you, you can read it up in, in the family code. I mean, it does say, you know, at a certain age in particular states that, uh, I mean, the way it reads in Texas is at a certain age, the judge shall, and shall is a big word, legally speaking, speak with the child and then can, can base their decision on that. You know, right. as long as it's not like, why do you want to live with your dad? Like, he likes me play Xbox until midnight and mom makes me stop at 10. You're like, that's just not yeah. a good reason, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or, you know, as any attorney will dad. tell you, it's like, you know, if. If, if, like, I want to go live with my dad because he lets me drink beer and lets my boyfriend come over and sleep in my room, the, the judge is not going to go for that kind of crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on, judge. But as long as, like, if the child can articulate why, square, judge. then, uh, yeah, come on, man. It's 2017 already. <laughs> no, so I think it's interesting that with, with your daughter being the age that she is, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of kids grow up with, you know, there'll be eight and there'll be another kid born or six mm -hmm. or five, whatever. Your daughter's hitting the teenage years, you know, like we're in, in I mean, she's has a an independent mind. She's able to create her own thoughts, her own opinions, whatever. And she's getting to see what that's like from, from an almost adult mind of seeing the, uh, a baby and, and all <laughs> that. It's I, I'm sure that that's probably an interesting perspective for her. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's has she come to you with questions to be like, basically kind of like... Like, where do babies come from? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, <laughs> Stork. But I mean, it's just that that's an interesting, I think, perspective for her to have that, that <laughs> I, I re hadn't really considered until now that she's essentially almost an adult. Like, Yeah. So so you talked about how, how she would, she you know, you have another set of hands to go run errands yeah. or yeah. things like that. But how, 
how did she take the news? Was she excited to have a, a, a new brother, and how did that work? Yeah, she has a, a half-brother on the other side as well. He's oh, okay. 10 or 11 at this point. And so, I mean, she's, you know, used to that fact. But, yeah, she was pretty jazzed about it, and she knew we were kind of, uh, we were in the adoption process. It just happened a little faster than we thought. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I thought it would take a year or two at least. But, yeah, she's been really, really helpful, and she's uh, she doesn't have the, m- the most patience in the world. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Teenager. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I think that, I guess, as, as any father of a teenage daughter has, you know, it's like, you know, you're always worried about them you know, getting pregnant or something like that. And I'm like, I think one of the biggest forms of birth control is to have your teenage daughter watch your infant son. <laughs> you're like, you want one of these? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like way beyond and the sugar she helped bag. out like even the, the you know like those early months of the you know the infancy the the feeding every two and three hours and the the diaper changes constantly in the middle of the night and all that stuff you know she would help out occasionally i mean there was times when you know you, you try to give the other parent a day off like i would try to be like i'm gonna pull the night shift i'm gonna give my wife let her just have a full night's sleep tonight and you know you just you try to do that every once in a while for each other just to maintain your sanity. And then, like, there was times where my daughter and I would, you know, take my son and, like, just stay upstairs and away and let my wife sleep all night. And just, it's amazing what that what will do. Just one good night's sleep can keep you That's recharged. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And she would help out. And, you know, she wasn't always, like, super brisk about it. But, you know, he'd wake up crying. And so I'd get him. I'd be like, hey, go make me a bottle. And she'd go make a bottle. And she'd bring it up. And, like, it's just... It's easier to do with two. It's not necessary, as I tell my wife all the time. It's like this, this is not a this is not a two person job, you know. Once, like, of course, well, you, you know, can like, watch him while I go record a podcast. Yeah, I mean, there are times, but I, you know, I, I try to give her her space as well. I think that's really important. But uh, I mean, now it's it's in my opinion, this is easy times now. This is this it's to the fun stage, you know. Yeah. It's, those early months are really tough. I mean, I don't know how y'all were, but. No, it's it's it yeah, was tough that first the year. first time around. Yeah. I think my opinion has always been like, I mean, of course the mom bonds faster with the baby because the baby's growing up in there. But even seeing the adoption in where, Sean? Well, <laughs> let me draw you a picture, John. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, it's just different. You know, wow. I think it takes the the dad a little bit longer. At least it does, it's always taken me a little longer, like to bond like to that level. Like it's always. I see, you see the baby, I see responsibility, I see duty, I see what I'm going to do, you know, even wiping the duty. But, uh, <laughs> but it's just, it's wiping at the a certain point, it, the cro- it cro- the starts to, to become more uh, rewarding and fulfilling when you actually are interacting with that child, even yeah. if it's just like a smile right. or a feedback, or they yeah. start to kind of mimic you, or just a little bit of playing, and, you know, now he's just full or on running sh- around. You're like, this is Han Solo, and he smiles yes. for the first time. Yeah. Or we have it's his like little alphabet, and you're like, who's that? And he's like, Boba. And I'm like, that is Boba Fett. And you're right. You know, it, it's interesting. We, It's on our kind of our list of agenda of things to discuss at some point. But the whole thing of when the baby prefers the other parent, like especially the as, as dads, like when they prefer the, the mom because they had that bonding experience. If the mom breastfeeds, they have – that is something that, that we can't physically do, you know, and it's how do we overcome that? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a nipple. Can you milk me, Greg? <laughs> but it's, you know, we try so hard to, to overcome that, me, <laughs> you know, to, to make up that ground. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, 
I think did it's, you catch that? Galan said he has a nipple. <laughs> One. <laughs> Singular. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. But now that you point out, I think that's good for other dads. To was take there an here. accident involved somewhere? Like, yeah, there was a knife this one time. Um, but it's <laughs> you know, it, it, I think it's good for other dads to hear that they, you know, that they're not alone in that. That it's that it's, it's almost normal for there to be at the very beginning a, a preference for the other parent. And so to hear you talk about that, I think would will definitely help dads that are are struggling with that, especially new dads or anything, you know, something like that, that haven't had a chance that, to bond like the moms have. Yeah, I think, you know, when, when the child starts to really become interactive and where they can play, you know, they still need a lot of attention, whether they're just sitting up or crawling or whatever. Like, at what stage, I don't know exactly. Yeah. But but there just starts to become. And, like, now, of course, I, I, there's things that he looks for for my wife and there's things he looks for for me. Like, I guess he... There's such a routine at our house almost on a nightly basis. It's like he knows who to go for for, for what. Or like if you say like, hey, is it night-night or bed? And he'll run to me because I, I take him upstairs and tuck him in because that's nice. just that's what I do. He knows it's dad's time. Yeah, or just anything. You know, it's, there's different things. Or he, He's big into books. The books are just oh, crazy. Awesome. But, he, but he'll take the same book and go to her and then bring the same book to me <laughs> and then take the same book back. To, and like we'll go back and forth and read that same book five or six times and he'll love it every single time and then be like, okay that's that's enough go get a different book or something <laughs> yeah. so like I'm, i can't read this one again that's, dude at least you're not having to read it six times in a row yeah the, and sometimes you know, you know it's it's fun but some of them get a little tedious yeah well like a couple of things i want to ask you about one is you were talking about you know the the bottles and the diapers and all that stuff you actually had he actually had a dietary issue you guys had to figure out how to deal with right yeah we've had a couple things uh with him as kind of really interesting but yeah he was uh had like a i guess a allergy to just like cow's milk so lactose or whatever i guess maybe lactose intolerant or an actual allergy yeah it's more of an allergy kind of would break up in a rash and then he would have like diarrhea for a few days until it was like all flushed out of his system weren't you guys giving him bottles of cottage cheese though (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I was actually just it was just up the cottage cheese with some peaches in it. It was actually just spoiled milk. And we oh, just okay. oh. Yeah. We're like we've already paid don't for this. Do don't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dad protein. Hey, this was on the counter for a while. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's it's good. the difference. It's, it's good. Not, it's not hardened yet. Unethical Dad protein. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Did you put cottage cheese in this bottle? No, I've left yeah. it out for days. <laughs> it just, it just <laughs> you, you oh. pour it. It's just like don't worry about it. Yes. So we did formula and. We had to get this special formula that was like 30, 35 bucks a can. And it is like these little cans. And he would go well, through a can like, like every two days. Regular formula messed with him too? Yeah. he could Formula, like regular formula he couldn't take. And so we had to go to the special formula and then, you know, do that for a year or so. And then after that, I mean, when you can go to milk, milk wasn't cutting it. So now we do uh, soy milk, which is fine. But uh, even like we've made it's some like, get August a silk bottle. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> or almond, yeah, either one. It's he's yeah. fine, and he doesn't care. He takes it, he loves it. But like we've messed up a couple times. Like we'll go to dinner, uh, on like a, you know, and we'll eat, and then we'll be like, hey, let's stop by the little, uh, get an ice cream on the way home or something, Dairy Queen or the little. Uh, oh man, that's or something, and we'll like eat and it. Tell you, you put a few blizzards in that kid, and it's yeah, even he just like you know, a blizzard kinda, of stuff, brown blizzard. Yeah, he kind of takes a, a few bites off of us, and he likes it. And he's like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever, and you know, whatever, and. <laughs> Man, the next day you're just like, oh, sorry. Oh, Man, like, you know it's, it's, it's got the not, bombs coming out the back end. Not quite the same oh. thing, but uh, you know, Teresa's lactose intolerant, and for a while we had a uh, says no tolerance for lactose. Um, <laughs> she has the the KitchenAid <laughs> in, in the ice cream maker, and we learned to make uh, basically.
basically like lactose free, completely lactose free ice cream. Man, there's some really. I mean, if you like ice cream, and I'm sure that you probably looked into it, but that thing's really easy to use, and oh. there's some really, really good recipes. She made a, a rocky road that was. I I wouldn't have known it was not like <laughs> non milk ice cream. I can't hear Rocky so, Road without thinking Goonies. Huh? Rocky <laughs> Road. <laughs> Did great you? ice cream in a great movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ellie likes that movie. That's one of the oh, ones that she's actually right. watched. It's a great yeah. movie. Nice. It is. It I think is. her favorite character is Sloth. Nice. Sloth. Nice. Did Teresa Sloth. give you the ice cream and like say, here's some ice cream, and then say, what do you think it is? Surprise! It's soy! Because I just see this playing out in my head, and it seems pretty funny to me. Nice. And mm. then you were like disappointed. Like, he was oh, like, oh, she always has to get the best of me. <laughs> you guys write better dialogue for me than I write dialogue for me. <laughs> <laughs> Keep this up. Yeah, sure, man. No. Um, so is that is that something... Is that lactose intolerance something that, that he can outgrow or they outgrow sometimes? Possibly. Or is he just like, yeah, I mean, possibly. We've It's like he'll never eat We've pizza, never really, like, said. like his cousin is like, they just got him tested. He's He has a cousin that's like 40-something days younger than him. And, man, he's got all kind of allergies. They just took him to the allergist. He's got, like, all kind of different, like, you know, strawberries and peanuts and shellfish and all this other stuff. Because he's oh, had, okay. they didn't know if it was, like, eczema or oh, something. Yeah. And he's, yeah. you know, he's as white as white can be kid. And, like, he would eat something and he would be, like, beet red and, like, his massive rashes and stuff. And they were like, what is this? And you put Benadryl on it. It didn't work. You know, like, anything. So they finally figured out these are food allergies. Wow. And uh, and sometimes, yeah, it'll freak you out, like, with little stuff like that. Like, with him, it's like, you know, why does he have diarrhea for days and like even just the couple scoops of ice cream will, it'll be like two or three days worth of diarrhea. Like it's like, like as you're saying scoop like a couple spoons of ice cream. Yeah, right. That's yeah. it. Like just yeah. like because we'll usually just get it and he'll share from ours and for days. That's enough. Yeah, until it all gets out of his system. So yeah, like blizzards, eat. right? Yeah, when blizzards. Do you turn them upside down to see if it falls out? <laughs> I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, a lot, a lot of times he don't have to be upside down and it's the, coming out. <laughs> you know, the, the interesting thing is, is, I mean, and again, lactose intolerance, but it's like w- I made some Kraft macaroni and cheese, and that that calls for like a quarter cup of milk. Yeah. And it's like Teresa had a, yeah, fourth that of, a fourth of that, and that wrecked her. And that's just how bad <laughs> the lactose intolerance <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> We're all thinking she it. Dutch oven to no. go on that night. Um, that's why we sleep with different blankets. Oh, gotcha. um, but yeah, it's, it's just it, yeah, it, it's interesting that it's how you to know, maintain a healthy marriage, Joe. But it's uh, I, I use separate day blankets. Yeah, yeah but tip. it's you know it's it, I think that's interesting. You, you talk about the the scary factors, like what's what's going on, what's causing this is, and, and you've been through it. But you know we can read online or whatever, and, and you you prep as a as a parent to say, okay, this is this is what I can expect. And then when it happens, then your kid is it just, it's coming out of the, the, the rear end and it's just not stopping and you panic. Mm-hmm. And, and a rash. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and it's, like not, diaper not, rash, kind it, of like a. Nothing no, like you for all that. around like, his face and oh, forehead. Wow. And oh, like, see, that's. Yeah, I mean, I, like all over body. It almost looked like he had goosebumps. Like oh, wow. Full body goosebumps. They just didn't go away. And you're like, this is not cool. And, and uh, is he is he like uncomfortable when all this is happening, or is hard to if tell? If you were if yeah, you were talk, pooping so. for two days, diarrhea style, wouldn't you be uncomfortable? Oh man, I'm exhausted recently. I feel like I'd be so happy if that happens <laughs> right now. No. <laughs> Sadly, I think John would. Milk and magnesia, John. Man, he had some. He had some blowouts. It's smooth, smooth tea. (laughs) You know, having a diaper on and he'd still reach the collar of his shirt, and you're just like, man. Yeah, he can't (laughs) be happy. Sometimes it's just nothing short of just you just gotta stick him in the shower, and it's like, yep. So I I had this other question. You brought up on on last episode the thing the the talk you had with his his biological mom Mm -hmm. about. 
you you and your wife are white. He's black. Yes. So which who cares except for the fact she she wanted to make sure you guys were cool with it. But then you also told me some interesting stuff. I believe it was you where you've had some interesting experiences just like out in public with him at restaurants and stuff. Where oh people... yeah. I mean, that's not going to stop anytime soon. I'm sure. But I mean, and we get looks all the time. It's, it's one thing if, if it's just one of us, like m- myself or my wife and you've got him. And then I guess people just like think that the either your other half is right. black and that's it. <clears throat> or, you know, but if it's both of us, sometimes you just get some funny looks. And like, as the father, I get some really funny looks. Sometimes like people are like, Dude, can you not tell that that's not yours? And like, like, you know, just, like they think it's wow. like a, like a me myself and Irene type situation. <laughs> yeah. like, like, well, it's just a, it's kind of a tan, you know. <laughs> but, like, My no. wife told me it skips generations. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's cool. <laughs> like male pattern baldness. Yeah. We, look, we look just alike. Look, <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's yeah, definitely different. And like when we were uh, in in Louisiana, that the area was maybe a little bit of uh, like a poor area where we were staying when we were waiting when we had him waiting for the paperwork to clear so we could cross the border into texas because that is a huge deal with interstate adoption is is actually we learned interstate adoption is far more difficult you know than sometimes even uh, out of the country adoption wow we ran into a couple people We've, we've met some people that have adopted internationally that you know several times and for way easier than we had it and I th- it's, it varies state to state but louisiana right. was no picnic that's for sure wow but uh yeah we, we ran in in like that area i mean it's there are areas in every you know state where maybe you've got your uh communities that feel that you know maybe they're kind of looked down upon or a little bit m- different and maybe the 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 racial tension there is a little higher than yeah. I'm used to here, and you know, and even at my work here, I work in a, I guess, a historically rough area, even though I've never had a problem, and uh, but we would get really weird looks, you know, there, and like even had some people kind of like some snide remarks, and wow. like nothing, they would never elaborate or go off on you, they just kind of like whatever, but um, it kind of left a bad taste in my wife's you know mouth. Anytime we had to go back, she was like, I hate this place. It's like it's just like she just felt like. Like, they think, like, we're stealing a kid or something like that. Like, no, we're trying to help a kid, you know, and so we're trying to do what we can. And um, here we don't really get so much. You kind of the awkward look sometimes, but it's not as nearly as bad. It's not really that much of a negative. And, uh, you know, I joke around with her at work all the time, especially with the the racial tensions that I guess are currently in the climate Right. Yeah, especially like with sense. my job in law enforcement and it's like, you know, I'm white and I have a black son. It's like, look, man, it's like, in my opinion, it's like it almost, I wish like all white people had to have a black kid and all black people had to have a white kid. It's like, yeah. you know, you do a gen- generation or two of that and it's like, we don't have any problems because you're just like, yeah. it's just people, man. And it's like, and yeah. that's all it is. I mean, I don't even really, on a daily basis, I don't really seem as black. I don't. It just doesn't really occur to me. Yeah, it's your, that's your kid, man. It's your, yeah. It's your it just son, doesn't right? really. I mean, once you talk about it or you're away from him, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. But and uh, besides, for like <laughs> some silly stuff, like you know, we've had to like consult with either like black people we know 
or there there are websites. Uh, so one <laughs> of my, like, <laughs> one of my uh, hey buddy, can you speak? Can you give me advice to a black man? Like, <laughs> Excuse I, stewardess, I speak Jack. I was like, yeah, I just me. <laughs> yeah. And it's like no, it's like one of my wife's friends has adopted two children and they're both black, and so she has been very helpful because they're a few years older, and like like one thing is like their hair is different. Yeah. Or potentially different, you know, depending on the background of their parents. Right. And so it's like you can't treat their hair in, in like, sometimes, like, just their skin. Like, you may bathe your child every day. It's like sometimes you can't with, like, different ethnicities or whatever. You have right. to, like, do a little research. And, like, there's a website. It's like, what, chocolate hair, vanilla care. It's like that's <laughs> one of the things we <laughs> had to catchy. check. Yeah, and it's like, you know, because, like, you you can't treat their hair the same way you do ours. It'll freaking break and get brittle and fall off and it's like it doesn't work and yeah, it's interesting i mean there's the the tv the popular tv show this is us where it's like they ran into that it was one of the first episodes in the season where it's you know they go to the pool and you know they've adopted a, a black kid and the black parents are like you can't you know and they they the the mom is them going it's like help me understand you know mm-hmm. and, and a whole friendship blossoms because of that but it's I think it's it, it things like that. The that. Go on. What other terrible television shows have you watched? A lot of bad TV no, my wife's into that show, man. She locks in hard on that one. I'm just like, oh, please don't. But it's nope, you know, it, it, right, I think right. it's just interesting that it's like you have TV shows that get into the popular, this is not us. you know, the 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 culture, whatever, and, and they bring up aspects of of life that some of us wouldn't, wouldn't consider. You know, it's uh, I brought up, I brought up another one when we uh, talked to Jonathan uh, on a previous episode about autism, and it's like there was the the show Parenthood that introduced an autistic kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's 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 things like that that make you that put you that present situations that you wouldn't consider because it's not part of your everyday life. And yeah. Oh, and that's a huge one. That autism. And there's such a huge spectrum. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, but yeah, it's I just, you know, a couple friends that have some autistic children, and it's like it's 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 so massive. Yeah. And even like different ethnicities, I and mean, it's it's it can vary wildly even within the same ethnicity. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it's something we. I mean, you can't take John outside; he turns red. Right. Yep. It's just crazy. Because um, I'm so embarrassed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> one, oh. one, one of the I don't know where we're at on time, but I know one one question that I really wanted to have answered before we were done is, um, what is any any, I guess, really concise piece of advice you could give to any parents looking to adopt? Oh dear lord! Just like, like where real to quick, start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Part <laughs> three. One, right now. Part three coming <laughs> up <laughs> next week. <laughs> No, I don't know that there is a single one. I mean, it's... it's or something it, to keep in mind. It may sound petty, but it's like, okay, you start at the beginning, and like I said, had I to do it over again, I could do it for at least half the amount of money that I've spent. Sure. Just in having knowledge, and I mean, do your research. Hopefully, you're not just jumping the gun and then whatever, uh, you know, and just be like, yeah, well, throw a bunch of money at a kid right. or whatever. And look for that attorney, right, that you mentioned? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can get an attorney. I mean, you can go through agencies. You can do it, and you can... It's it's just Craigslist. you know if you if you know anybody that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah God uh, no. probably not that no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's different <laughs> anyway uh, I just I mean, man this it's just it's really everybody's different it's between like you know them and their spouse or partner or whatever sure. and uh, you know, like in fact you know this week was uh, Halloween and 
uh, not to like spoil the, when we recorded this stuff, but we were uh, trick or treating. Great. Now our show's irrelevant. <laughs> so, uh, we were... wait, wait, no, no, let's retcon that. Uh, next, this week was Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So we were trick or treating on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's <laughs> they thought it was so weird when I came to the door and knocked on it. Trick or treat. There's a couple uh, a that lived down like, the... Here's some cranberry sauce. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I was like, what was so unusual? <laughs> yeah. There's a couple that lived down the street, and they're. Uh, Two, two gay guys, and they've adopted uh, a little girl. And it always reminds me of Modern Family, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. it's, it's funny. But it's like you know, the most, the greatest house. It's like gorgeous. And, uh, but it's like, hey, you know, it's obviously it's like they've, you know, that's the direction they wanted to go. And, and the adoption agencies are, are very open. And social workers that you talk to, like, they see that a lot. And it's like they're not just because you're thinking, like, oh, they'll never do it without, you know, it's like, no, it's, they're, they're there and they're there for a reason. Now, hopefully, they're doing their job and they weed out at least some of the people that would, you know, are, they should not be yeah. a parent or, you know, you don't want to entrust these children to, but a few of them get through. But man, I just, I mean, if you, if you're thinking about it, then do it. I mean, it's, it's very rewarding. And it's and like, at this point now, it's like, yeah, I was, you know, scared out of my mind. And, and like one of the, I have a picture on my phone and from like when I first held him and stuff and he's just like looking up at you and stuff. And it's one thing to like, look at your kid for the first time. And it's like one thing I just remember very distinctly him looking at me. And it's like, I could almost hear his little voice telling me like, are you going to take care of me? Like, are you going to take <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah, man, it's like, I got you, you know, we're, we're good here. And, uh, and, and, and when I was talking about, you know, struggling as a young adult parent versus, now it's like I'm much more secure and I've tried to be as smart as I could financially in the past several years. And, you know, my wife and I try to have everything lined up as best we can to where we don't struggle as much and we, we, we could do all the extra stuff. And, you know, we, I knew going into it's going to, you know, take daycare and there's diapers and there's, you know, bottles and those never will stop, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. And then there's always something, you know, it's just these different stages and it is crazy because at the same time I have a 16-year-old daughter and you want to get her a car. And that came up at the same year. It's like, good Lord, the money train never stops. Yeah. Yeah. But I know it's 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 rewarding. If you're looking into it, then find somebody that's either done it. Talk to somebody or, you know, ask questions. Right on. The, you know, before before we wrap this up, I think <coughs> it's interesting you talked about the, you know, the, the dad surveyation where it's, you know, they look up at you and it's like, are you going to take care of me? And it's like, I got this. And it's like the, that's one of the most satisfying things as a father mm-hmm. to to be able to say, I, I got you. I, you know, I, I have you. I have this. I'm going to take care of you when they cry and they come running to you because you're either parent, but especially as a dad, they come to you because they know you're going to take care of them. Oh, that's yeah. immensely. Well, I think as a, as a parent, the only thing that really, I guess, freaks you out after a while, especially if you've you know, been doing it a while or you, you know, you've got a small child and you're like, OK. It's the things you can't control right. that freak you out. It's the, it's when like they hurt themselves and you've got to go to the hospital because you can't fix that, you know, yeah. or, or <laughs> you know, or like he had an extraordinarily high fever. He was kind of sick, and I remember him, you know, I was like, I, I got up at like three in the morning to check on him, and I'm like, you know, I'd given him some Motrin or something before he went to bed, and I go over there and feel him, and he's blazing hot, and I'm like, good lord! So I go check, you know, I take his temperature, and it was like 104, oh, wow. and I'm like, let's go. You know, and at that yeah. time of the night, there's nowhere open but to drive all the way downtown to Cook's Children's, you oh, know, and wow. so we we boogied, and I was probably doing very fast on the highway, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. and not that I would put him in danger or drive over the speed limit, but I was going very fast. 
And like we boogied in there, and they they took care of everything, and ended up being like you know, nothing, just a little infection. But they 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 treated it like it was nothing. But I'm like, man, you see something over 102 to me. Once you hit 103, you're in serious, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And those things, like yeah, you feel out of control, and you're like, hey, this is out of my control. I need to, I need somebody to fix this. Please but you, you help still me. had it. You still you still did what you needed to do to get it taken care of. Yeah, and there's there's no questions on that, and. You know, I guess people do react differently when those stressors are involved and like not to lose your head, but to maintain your cool. And I think that's important to teach your kids as they grow up is like, you know, and, and Kara, like my daughter, when we were skiing and she broke her arm and, you know, of course, you know, you know, laying there in the snow with a broken arm. And of course you feel powerless and stuff and, you know, I'm freaking out and, you know, and she was chill. And she wasn't in shock, you know, you would think maybe. And I was just like, hey, what's the matter? And, like, of course she's in pain and she hurts. And she's like, can't move my arm. And I'm like, which one? And I'm like, look. And it's like, oh, it's the one that looks like it's at a right, at a right angle. <laughs> and I was like, don't try to move it. Just sit there for a second. <laughs> and I was like, and because, like, growing up all the time with her, she's, like, really, I guess, I, I'm proud of her that she reacts really well under stress, like yeah. heavy stress. And although it hasn't happened very many times, but she does pretty good. You know, some people, I see it in my job all the time. Some people, they freak. Sometimes that's my wife. You know, doesn't do good under stress. You know, like, uh, some people shut down. And, like, neither, both of those will just get you further hurt or in trouble. And not cool. Right on. Well, Sean, thank you so much for coming on these episodes and sharing your experiences as a dad. Thank you for having me. Yeah, totally. You got to come back sometime. And you have to agree right now, and it's a verbal contract. Uh, I guess. Uh, Yes. Yes. (laughs) Isn't I guess binding? (laughs) Yeah, totally. All right, guys, we'll be right back with the ending of the show. We're back. So that was a pretty cool conversation with Sean. I didn't know all of that stuff no, necessarily no. about mm-hmm. about his ex-wife and his, his daughter and, and all that stuff. Well, and I think it's, it's interesting, interesting anytime that you have an, an ex situation, you know, when he's when he's when he was talking about like her being thinking that he set that up. Yeah, there, there was right? something having which been, which if you were on the other end of that, no. wouldn't you also be suspicious? Yeah, yeah. you know, I think that's probably Definitely. just the natural state, but it well, sucks on his end when he's just like, "No, I'm not trying yeah. to influence. I just want to let her know I'm always here for her if she needs." Well, me. And, and as a child of divorce, like there were times as I got older where both my parents would think, "Like, did your other parent put you up to this? Did they tell you to say that?" Because you know, at that time, yeah. you know, especially when you get to be ten, eleven, you know, ten, eleven, and then in your teenage years, you start forming your own opinions. You can start seeing that behavior doesn't match up with what they're saying, and it's it's it it, it brought back memories of them them accusing that and if i'd ever gone chosen to go to live with my dad instead of my mom she would have thought that in the time where he asked me to come live with them and i'm like no like my friends are there i'm like i'm not going to move away from my friends he he thought the same thing he's like your mother told you to say that didn't she and it's like no i don't i'm I'm like i'm a teenager i don't want to go i don't want to move away from my friends right you know at that time it's like you and i were pointing to john like he and i were john and i were hanging out uh you know a lot more frequently we're going to church and stuff and um, I didn't want to move away. So you, you, him talking about that and 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 the wife's res- or his ex-wife's response is it's a very real thing. And there are so many parents out there that are going through that that their their kids you know make a decision or or do something that the other parent doesn't want. And I'm sure that that happens a lot. Is did your father put you up to this? Did your mother tell you to say that? 
Yeah. So that's, yeah. that was a very real moment. And it's yeah, it's interesting how you can I'm know sh- you can be friends with someone and know a whole lot about them, and then you you sit down and have a conversation that you wouldn't normally have, and you learn so much more about them. I think right. that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And. I bet, unfortunately, I would guess that we'll hear more about that type of, of situation or drama as we progress in our, our shows. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. Unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, that was that was very interesting. And, and, Sean, once again, man, thanks for taking time to come and, and record a couple of episodes with us. Uh, it was really fun, and uh, we hope you come back. And thank you guys for listening. That was our conversation with Sean. But yep. now, guys, it's time for... America's favorite segment, the dad joke of the week. Yes, yes. So before that's my, that's my bad. It's good. It's good. Uh, so before we <laughs> get really music. into this, I need to make a confession to you guys. Yeah. So the other day, I picked up a waitress at a bar. Really? But oh. then I put her back down. Oh wow! I picked that. up a waitress at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I Wait. put her back down. We, we, I, I, see well. we, I see we started a new shtick. <laughs> Of deadpan repeat of the joke. Yeah. I, yeah, like it. I, I like it. it. it I like really, it. It really drives home the, the daddishness yeah. of the of the joke. You know, it probably stems from the fact when I walked in my parents in bed, but they were asleep. So I just went back to bed. You <laughs> 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 so snuck that one in, too. Uh, okay. But they were asleep, all night. so I just went back to bed. The, the elusive yeah. sequel joke. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's Listed awesome. in there. Sequel, dude, sequel joke dude. to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. So that was America's favorite segment this week's dad joke. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I'm extending it. It was just, it's just dad joke. Yeah, dad joke of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's whatever I want to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know segment. what? Don't let anyone tell you that you can't say what you want to say because you can say what you want to say. Yeah, but just say Thank the you. other thing. No. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> that was like backwards logic or whatever. Guys, it's come to that point in the episode again. Yes. That time at the end of every episode where we just pat each other on the back <laughs> and we say, man, we are so good at this. You know, Joe, John, you yeah. guys did such a good job of letting Sean carry that episode. Oh, man. Yeah, we did. You, you know did. what, Galan, I really appreciate it. it appreciated all the times during that episode where you remained silent. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate that, too. You know, that's actually kind of funny. There was something I was listening to. Maybe it was bonus content. I was listening back to something. Oh no! It was it was a video I did for uh, Big Man's Battle of the Bulge on our YouTube channel. Oh yeah, uh, you that, can that, check that, us out at youtube.com. Yeah, uh, we don't have we don't have a slash. We have, to have, like, we have to have like ten thousand views or something. Oh, and right now but we you got can, like. But 30. you can search for Detox YouTube channel and or Big yeah. Man's Battle of the Bulge or whatever and find it. Okay, do but, that. But I'm talking, or we can we can include a link on our. We should add detox. it to our website. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, I was talking. I'm like blah blah blah. Or you may like to hear the other host. But I'm I'm my least favorite host or whatever something like that. Like, I'm like <laughs> I'm my least favorite. Bummer, but yeah, but yeah, absolutely so, not. No, no, you need self confidence. I have self confidence. Yeah, I, I am so confident that I am. I am my least favorite host. Oh well, oh, fair oh, enough. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, <laughs> like, you're like, no, my arrogance turns me off. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so a couple of things we want to make sure you're aware of. Yes. One is you can get into contact with us. Uh, you can find all of our social media and our email address and all that good information at detoxpodcast.com. If you have any questions, comments, uh, whatever, suggestions, you can you can reach us through there. Also, if you know any dads that need to have their stories, uh, their stories of fatherhood told, then put them into contact with us. We'd love to talk to them and uh, learn about their experience as being dad. We have some other cool guests that are coming up that we'll make announcements on in the coming months. Um, and we also wanted to let you guys know that in addition to iTunes, you can also 
get our podcast on the uh, Vocal Now app. That's V-O-K-A-L-Now.com. You can go there to get it. And there are a lot of cool radio uh, shows and other podcasts on the Vocal Network. Um, so you guys should go check those out. Uh, what else? Patreon. You can also find that link at our detoxpodcast.com uh, website, or you can go to patreon.com slash detoxpodcast. Now, there's a couple of reasons that you may want to do that. One is we put extra content up there for free for e anyone who wants to go listen to it that's extra stuff that we can't really fit into the show because of time constraints, things like that, f and it's free for everyone. And then we also specifically for supporters of the show who support us for as little as $2 a month, uh, which you can do... That gives you access to a lot of backlogged uh, bonus content that's for our supporters only. And a lot of those are raunchy stories that Galan tells while he's heavily breathing. <laughs> yep. Or, um, you know, bloopers, um, whole entire segments that may not fit with the flow of the show or segments of the show that just, you know, derailed the conversation. Good conversation, but still derailed it. Um, you know, it, it, it's uh, some... You know, there, there's some funny stuff in there. Some of it's serious uh, in the future. If there's something that you'd like to hear us talk about, um, you know, we'll put it on there, especially next month when Star Wars comes out. I imagine we'll probably sit down and have a in-depth discussion about um, my new favorite movie. That's um, right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm just, I'm already looking forward to it. So, you know, it's stuff like that. that that's where the, um, the yes and the detox where, you know, where dads talk about live kids and stuff. Um, some of the stuff conversation, um, will be going that used to be in the show proper will now be uh, bonus content on there. We just recorded two of my all time favorite bonus segments yes. with Sean yep. with stories that he shared uh, with us. And then Galan also added on yeah, some funny stuff in one of those. Yep. So la last week we released the, uh, the Velveeta story. That's right. And then this week we released uh, the bathroom talk and the hemorrhoid story, yeah. which I'm really pumped so about two bucks. You, you can get some funny stuff and hear us laugh and Laughter's contagious. But There's also an awesome one of my favorite uh, stories on there. If you guys guys go and listen to it, is back with our guest Jonathan from from back in the day. Oh, oh yeah, stalker yeah. talk. Yeah, stalker talk, where he oh. talks about a stalker that went from him and sort of had a swim through mine and Galan's lives yep. uh, as well, which was was pretty fun. That's so such a good story. But before yeah. we get on to the the wrapping up, where we do where we vote on our hashtags, I just wanted yeah. to to make the announcement that. Next week's episode is a day is releasing a day before my 39th birthday. Hey! Oh, nice! Man. So I should have made an Mazel. announcement. Now the funny thing is to pull the curtains back. We've already recorded that episode and that's already all wrapped up and everything. But yes, my uh, my birthday is November 20th and we're releasing on the 19th. So uh, happy birthday to me! Happy birthday to you, buddy! Indeed. Yeah, it kind of makes me here's sad. Here's to 39 more. Yep. Here's it makes me sad. We used to go. At I least. used to have uh, celebrations at this uh, Chinese food place in Irving that I really like, and we haven't done that since before Ellie was born. We need uh, to get back to doing that. Just yeah. having a small group of us go and have good fried rice and zombie drinks. Yeah, me and Joe have eaten. Is that there the place? Is that the place we went to after the 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 Doe Hansen? Hansen yeah. yeah. That was good. That yeah, was fun. that's good. We ate, we ate there actually. I stopped doing the. I, I gave up keto for a day to have fried rice and nice. sesame chicken. And, and boy, did I regret it because when you haven't had carbs in a long time and you carb out like that carb with Chinese coma. food, yeah. Oh. yeah. Right okay. on. Well, uh, we one thing we do at the end of every episode is we vote on this episode's hashtag. So yes. Joe, what do we have? We've got hashtag what sleep, hashtag no fifth facial piercing. Hashtag wiping the duty. 
hashtag can you milk me, Greg? And hashtag brown blizzard. How did we not get hashtag one nipple? Goliath has one nipple or Because something. he immediately went into the can you milk me, Greg? And I was like. I was fair just, enough. Fair yeah. enough. What I was the last nip- one? I have a nipple. Can you, can brown, you milk me, Greg? Brown, brown, brown blizzard. blizzard. Oh, brown blizzard. Okay. Well, guys, I'm going to vote for hashtag brown blizzard. <laughs> Same here. That's unanimous. Guys, we're on a streak. Yes. You're getting unanimous. These unanimously voted in. Oh, quick. quick. I know we're, we're, we're getting close to the end of it, but really quick story. Teresa and I were driving up to Oklahoma to go to Windstar with my grandmother before she died. Um, and we stopped at Dairy Queen and got a blizzard. And my grandmother got like the brownie batter blizzard, which is a brown blizzard, mm-hmm. which is what reminded me of the story. And now at this time, I think my grandmother was like 78 or something. So she's in the back seat, like downs the blizzard in record time. Like it's gone before I even finished half my night fast. Dude, she was bouncing in the back seat. She was so hyper. Now, John grew up knowing my grandmother, and she was an ornery cuss of yeah, a woman. she was great. And, dude, she was talking a mile a minute, bouncing. So imagine just a little five-foot, like, 110-pound woman hopped up on sugar. Now, Teresa still talks about that when we pass up. We, like, Dairy Queen comes up or whatever, like, and it's just telling stories of my grandmother. It's her just bouncing, like, hyper, like, big-eyed, like – just wired like it's like magda from uh, there's something about mary when she takes when she accidentally gets <laughs> the pill in her like <laughs> margarita or martini or whatever and yeah. she's like cleaning the the thing i just watched that movie recently it's a funny yeah, movie it's a anyway movie, so yeah. sorry story time so yeah so that that's our hashtag hashtag brown blizzard and uh john take us away i think we've covered everything else right yeah well, you took us away all yep. right then i'm gonna take us away Until next time, hashtag Brown Blizzard, and also remember, hashtag Be a Better Dad. We'll talk to you next time. Special thanks to John, Justin, and Eddie for supporting the podcast. Thanks so much, guys. Detox is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit VocalNow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W.com. 